live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life. I'm Jen Brazil, your host, and this is episode number six. December is officially upon us, and if you happen to be tuning into this episode some other time after Christmas, that is totally fine. I truly believe that this episode is going to touch base on many different areas. The words unhurried and holidays don't really seem to go together. In fact, you could even say they're opposites, but I want you to start seeing them as two words that were made to go side by side. The concept of an unhurried holiday season may seem totally foreign to you, and I know that you can sit there and think of a million reasons why this simply just would not work for you and your family or your stage or your location, and the, the list goes on, right? You can think of a lot of reasons why your holiday season has to be busy or has to be rushed. A lot of the things I'm about to teach you are definitely countercultural. They are not ways we were trained to think, and they're not even ways that we were raised to even believe would actually make sense or be possible. But I am living proof that this is possible, and even though my circumstances might be slightly different than yours... I believe you can take some of these same principles and apply them to your own life and your own family. The world seems to get extra hurried during the holiday season. This holiday season, however, I am giving you a pass, sister, and a pass is going to be permission to slow it down. A pass that is going to say no guilt associated with doing things the way you want to do things for your family. This is truly guilt when we feel that deep down feeling inside that we've let someone down. That is a feeling that I'm going to help you navigate through so that you don't have that kind of guilt because there is a way to express expectations and boundaries to your loved ones. And this is something that can help you in the future when it's not just holidays, but setting boundaries with family is for sure something that is tough and can be a difficult road to navigate. I have four questions that I want to walk you through so that we can kind of help navigate through what it is that you are feeling and what might be preventing you from having a slow holiday season. So the first question is, why do we feel the need to make holidays into something more than a time of gathering and rest? Because I truly believe holidays the, the meaning of the word when we think about holiday is a vacation, a time to take off from work and to relax and to be rested and be restored. So why do we feel like during holidays we have to go? We have to go, go, go. We have to go somewhere. We have to go do something. Performance can take away the reason for relationships. Feeling like we have to perform for our families, for our friends, even in our decorations, can actually take away the real reason for our relationships during the holidays. Relationships with our family, relationships with our friends. So I want you to really evaluate right now, 
if your need to hurry and hustle this holiday season is related to performance. If you find yourself looking around at what others are doing more than looking at your own family, your own self, then you are walking a thin line of getting lost in the true meaning of the season, the reason for the season. Another reason why we might feel that we need to make holidays into something more than just a time of gathering is guilt. This is such a tough one. And I wrote a blog post not too long long ago about the difference in guilt versus conviction. I'm going to be linking to in my show notes. I would strongly suggest you go take a look at it. But guilt and feeling like you need to measure up to someone else's expectations. So this could be your very own parents, as wonderful as their expectations might be, your grandparents, aunts, uncles, siblings, feeling like you need to measure up to what they expect you to do for the holidays is going to be something that is definitely a thief of rest during the holiday season. My second question is, I want you to evaluate who is truly putting pressure on you to perform or submit to their plans. Is this parents or in-laws that have those expectations? Or are you letting somebody else decide for you? Now that someone else deciding for you on your schedule, your plan, your routine during the holidays, if that is someone else deciding for you, I want you to think about that relationship that you have with that person. Because I am going to just venture out and say that if someone is putting stress on you to make a specific decision for them, that relationship may not necessarily have your best intentions in mind, which is completely normal. As humans, we tend to definitely look at our own needs before we look at others. It's just how we were made. It's called sin nature. So I want you to truly look at the family decisions that you're making and make sure that they have nobody else's weight into those decisions. And I know you might be thinking that this is something that's been going on for years. And if I change things now, I'm going to have so many consequences. But I'm going to talk to you about that in just a little bit when I talk about boundaries. Now, here's the moment in the show where I give you your pass. I one time had a friend tell me during a time of commitment and burnout that she was giving me my pass to just skip everything for one night, to just skip everything for one week. And I thought in my head when she said that I'm giving you a pass, I thought, wait, what? Can you just do that? And absolutely, yes, you can just do that. There is nothing that says that we can't take a break. It is truly that simple. And rather, you want to believe that simplicity of taking a pass, it is up to you. But it really can be that simple. Now, the third question is, how can you actually slow down the season and set up boundaries? Well, I'm so glad you asked because this is one of my favorite things to talk about. And a lot of what I'm going to talk to you about comes from the book Boundaries by Henry Cloud, which I'll link to in my show notes as well. So here are a few tips on how to set boundaries as it partakes to holidays. When we're planning our holiday season and we have let our family know that we will not be able to travel during the actual holidays on Christmas, for Christmas, on Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving, we always try and set up a time to see our family at other times in the year, times where it would be easier for us and easier for them to make plans. That's typically going to be a time when there's less schedules involved because we've found ourselves trying to navigate through 
my sister-in-law's brother's in-law's schedule. And that just gets super complicated when you're trying to set up a time for your family to be together. I actually have a good friend who spoke one Christmas about how her family has just decided that they're making a new tradition, which is that they will all remain in their own homes during the holidays. And every summer, they will actually get together for a family trip in Florida. And that is their time together. And they found that that time is so much more enriching than trying to all get together during the holidays, which is difficult already because you're traveling with so many different people and items. (laughs) I'm thinking right now, pack and plays, high chairs, diapers. (laughs) But you're already in a stressful time of season because of the natural hustle. And so by doing something in the summertime, they're able to plan a place that they all want to go to that's enriching for them and their families. And before you think that this just wouldn't work for your family, I want you to evaluate if you have an issue with setting up new traditions when it comes to sugar cookies or going and looking at lights with hot chocolate with your family, if you can set up those small traditions with your family, then I truly believe you can set up a new bigger tradition with your family. When setting up boundaries, we've talked about schedule, traditions, and now we're going to talk about the people actually involved in setting your family's boundaries. I'd like to think that this might be a little bit obvious, but in case it's not, when you're setting up boundaries in your own family, your own family are the only people allowed to contribute. That would be you and your spouse. If your children are older and you think that they would be appropriately contributing to setting boundaries, then it is perfectly acceptable to include them as well. But I'm going to caution you against including other people's opinions outside of your immediate family. Next, once you've talked about and included only you and your spouse's decisions and feelings, then it's important to communicate your boundaries in a loving way and apply your boundaries so that your family can see and respect, and I'm talking about your extended family, can see and respect the boundaries that you have made. Now, for setting boundaries in smaller ways where travel is not included, but you're trying to just be better about not comparing or not doing too much during the holidays, then What you're going to be doing here is you're going to be setting restrictions on those things that are making you feel rushed. So for example, if you find yourself comparing on social media or loving someone else's mantelpiece or something, then I want you to set up restrictions on social media so that you can have clear boundaries. And I still want you to talk to your spouse about those boundaries, no matter how big or small they are, and communicate those boundaries to your friends. And this might sound sort of silly, but if you're having struggles during the holiday season with being on social media and comparing your life, then I want you to communicate to your friends and followers and just tell them, hey, During this holiday season, I'm taking a little bit of a break and I'm going to post some things that are meaningful to me, but I'm also going to X, I'm going to stay off social or I'm going to only get on social one time a day or one time a week. So communicating those boundaries that you've set up is definitely still applicable in the small things, not just necessarily the travel. Lastly, when setting up your boundaries around the holiday season, I want you to be very specific when you're discussing 
these decisions with your spouse. I want you to, you can even go as far as writing this down. I don't think you're going to need Pinterest. I don't think you're going to need any fancy planner. But I do want you to be specific and take a few minutes to plan out what your holidays will look like as you slow down. So this is going to look different than the rest of the world. This is not going to be something that you might have ever even done before. But if you take just a minute to talk this out and to set down what your own expectations are, what your own hopes are for the holiday seasons and feeling unhurried and unrushed and write those things down, you and your husband are going to be much more likely to stick with those things. And it's going to be easier to communicate your boundaries with your family and loved ones. And you know what? I hadn't actually planned to talk on this when I was thinking about this episode, but I do just want to add in there a little bit about gift giving. And this might be somewhat of a soapbox, so forgive me if it is. But let's just talk for a second about gift giving. Two things, gift giving with younger children and gift giving with older children. If you are doing gift giving with younger children, it is so easy for them to get caught up in lists and I wants and I wants. I would strongly encourage you, if this is something that you believe in, if this is something that you want to enforce in your children, to be grateful for what they have and to be realizing that they don't always get what they want, I would very much encourage you to do the one gift rule. So in our family, our child gets one gift for Christmas from our family and one gift from Santa. So they get two gifts during Christmas time and that is it. And that's our expectations we've set. And I've had to really think about what gift they're going to get because when I was growing up, my mom's love language was gift giving. So she was amazing at giving us plenty of wonderful, fabulous gifts. And so when it comes to the holiday season, I tend to want to do that also. But if I'm giving my children a gift that I would normally just order on Amazon, like clothes or coloring books or things that would be a normal part of our life, I'm not going to count that as a gift and I'm not going to take it and wrap it up and think about it. I'm going to take one thing that I feel like is special that isn't something that I would normally just, you know, buy now, swipe over on Amazon. They're going to get that one gift from us and then they're going to get one gift from Santa and that is it when it comes to gift giving. So to be completely honest, it takes me about 10 minutes to buy all of our gifts during the holiday season. So shopping and lists has not been something that is making our family feel rushed. The second thing is gift giving with kids that are older. When you get older, when your kids get older, we had a very good friend that started doing this with her kids that were older. Obviously my children are older, so I can't say that we've ever actually applied this, but we fully intend to as our kids get older. When your kids get older and can make the decision or you can make it for them if that's what you want to do, you can omit gifts altogether. You have permission. You have a pass. Remember, I gave you a holiday pass. You can omit gifts altogether, and you can explain to your kids and to your family, because this goes right along with travel, you can decide that during the holiday season, instead of staying home, you're going to take a trip with everyone. And when Christmas morning comes, 
There's not going to be any gifts to open. You're going to spend time and make beautiful memories with each other. And we had some friends that were doing this every year with their kids as they were getting older. And it became such a special time, so much more impactful than sitting at home watching them open presents. It became a time of fellowship, of memory making, of travel. And they did not invite anybody. They did not have in-laws or parents come with them. They were able to just take that time and enjoy it as a small, immediate family. So two things when setting boundaries and feeling unhurried throughout the holiday season. That's just a little bonus. It just hit me right now because I realized that some of the hustle and bustle during this season might be gift giving and might be getting all these extra gifts and doing all these extra things and buying stuff for people that we normally wouldn't buy stuff for or people that don't actually need gifts. So I want you to evaluate and think about who and why you're giving gifts. And this might even be a great time to talk to those people, to talk to your parents and your siblings and ask, hey, is everybody okay with giving a gift or not giving any gifts or planning a trip instead of giving gifts? There are a lot of other solutions here besides actually buying something and giving it to someone else. Now, my last question for you is time flies regardless of the season. So how can we remember these sweet, unhurried moments? Well, once you've decided to take your pass and slow it down, that does not mean you won't blink and it won't be March because time still tends to fly, especially when you have little ones around. So you know the saying, take a picture, it'll last longer. It's absolutely true. There are definitely photos that I can see from my childhood that I don't even remember, but can spark a memory. And we live in such a digital world that we have amazing cameras. We have cameras on our phones. We have multiple people around us that have cameras and cameras on their phones. And there is definitely a time where we can get lost behind documenting the moment and understand that there is a way to document the moment and then re-engage in the moment. So even though I have more camera equipment than I know what to do with, like really, I tend to use my phone most of all, but I refuse to let myself be in a constant state of taking a photo and not enjoying because that gives me a feeling of hurried and rush and like I'm taking a picture to show or prove the joy that I'm feeling in that moment. And I believe a lot of that comes from how we are raised right now in a social world that is constantly sharing. But you can also be taking photos and images just for yourself and just for your children to remember. If you want to learn how to get a great shot that will spark memories in your family for further down the road, then I would encourage you to go to jbrazil.com slash holiday phone pics. Again, that's jbrazil.com slash holiday phone pics, where I've created a little guide for you so that you can see what it takes to get the perfect holiday photo and then be able to put your phone down and feel confident that you documented that sweet moment, but that you are actually in that sweet moment. So with that guide, you'll feel more peace and knowing that you have slowed down Christmas and that you have captured the beautiful image so that years down the road, you can look back with a huge smile on your face. 
So take time this holiday season to truly evaluate and make boundaries for yourself and for your holiday season. And like I said in the beginning, these can be boundaries can be set up during any walk of your life, during any holidays, not just the Thanksgiving, Christmas season, although since those are so close, they do tend to be the busiest and the most hurried, you can definitely take these principles of setting boundaries and slowing down the moment and the pressures to perform and submit. You can definitely take all of those and apply them to many other areas of your life. Next week on The Unhurried Life, I'll be getting a chance to talk with Christine Hoover, who is a family and marriage therapist. She is going to be talking to us about the importance of choosing to rest, the choice when it comes to rest. I hope that you will join me. I cannot wait to hear about how you slow down your holiday season. Until next week, I will see you on Instagram.